Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day, explained and analysed by the Times of London. It is Alex Dibble and Eleanor Shearwood with you. And today we hear from people who are clearing out the underground tunnels used by Hamas. Imagine your daily life in an office as the chief tech officer at a startup or showing people around your city as a tour guide. Then one day there's an attack on your country and you're involved in a full scale war. Those are two of the people the Timesman in Israel, Anshul Pfeffer, has been speaking to. And it's a stark reminder of how life can be if you're a reservist. Yes, and these two that he interviewed are not just any reservists, they are part of Israel's. 252nd Division, which is one of three armoured divisions working inside Gaza. The other divisions are entirely made up of professional soldiers. 252 is mostly civilians who would otherwise have nine to five jobs back home. Now, these guys are clearing out Hamas tunnels and destroying them before Hamas can use them to fire rockets back into Israel. And the locations of these tunnels are important because that's been Israel's justification for fighting in and around schools, hospitals, other infrastructure, which would usually be protected in a war. Mm. Today, Israel has released a video with what it claims is proof that these tunnels are beneath those buildings and that Hamas fighters live within these civilian communities. Now, In the video, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari shows us a home which he says is that of a Hamas commander. It's next door to a school. Then he takes us inside the basement of Rantisi Hospital. I want to show you a room where we found all the gear, the operational gear of Hamas. Hamas is using hospitals like we showed the evidence. In some ways, it's more important to describe what you can see rather than listen to his commentary because this is a small room with children's pictures adorning the walls. One shows a spotty tree, the other a silver moon on a blue background. And on the floor is a huge arsenal of weaponry. These are explosives. These are vests, vests with explosives. Yeah, it's a body vest for terrorists to explode on forces. Among hospitals, among patients, we have hand grenades, Kalachnikovs, and then we have the RPGs, people shooting RPGs from hospitals. Now, the Times hasn't verified this video yet, but it is clear why Israel would release the video now, because on the ground, the fighting, and indeed the information war, is being fought around hospitals. The main hospital in Gaza, Al-Shifa, has run out of power, and the information coming from it today is that they are digging a mass grave, with the facilities director saying there are 179 bodies and counting. But Israel insists that Hamas is running a command centre from the tunnels underneath Al-Shifa, which explains today's video, Mm. and why the reservists Anshul Pfeffer has interviewed are doing such an important job for the IDF. Coming up, we'll tell you how Google Maps is perhaps more dangerous than you might think and take a trip to the Marvel Universe. But first, we'll go to Paris, where ahead of the Olympics, preparations are underway. They've got new buildings, new sports centres, they're clearing the Seine. And some migrant charities claim another type of clearings going on. 
That's right. Uh, Adam Sage, who's the Times' correspondent there, has written another piece on this, and it starts in Paris before dawn, with police striding down the streets in riot gear. They're waking up migrants who are asleep in their tents, and over 200 are cleared from a makeshift camp. Now, we're not talking about heavy-handed tactics here. Migrants leave at the sight of the police, but they have no idea where to go next. Adam says there's been a shift recently because not only have these incidents stepped up, now migrants are being sent away from the capital rather than to shelters there. Now, the government says that this is common sense because there's no point in them all being in Paris and that being moved out to places where they can start lives in the provinces is good for them and good for the country as a whole. It's controversial because the migrant charities say that this really is a policy that really the only aim is to get them out of Paris before the Olympics next year. That was what happened with the favelas, which were bulldozed in Brazil before the Rio Olympics. And indeed, Chinese officials displaced poorer citizens in China before the Beijing Games. And in France, Adam says this kind of thing is nothing new. In recent years, there have been a lot of migrants arriving and a lot of them ending up in Paris. I mean, there aren't enough centres for asylum seekers in general and migrants. There are a lot of grubby hotels where families or people with children are, are put up. But nevertheless, there have been a lot of migrant camps in Paris that have been displaced by the authorities from one place to another. But pretty much systematically, the process in recent years has been when they've shut one big migrant camp down in one place, it's just sprung up in another place very soon. Google Maps is used by people all over the world every day, and you'd think it would be reliable, but it's being blamed for putting people in danger. And this has come to our attention after a spate of incidents in Nyanga, near Cape Town in South Africa. It is just a few minutes' drive from Cape Town's airport, but tourists who've been sent through haven't always been safe. There are some really harrowing stories. A British surgeon was shot dead at the wheel after he was rerouted there to avoid road closures. And there was an American who was shot in the face. Now, he survived, but his car was stolen and he was left by the side of the road. And now uh, security alerts are going to be put in to help tourists uh, navigate more safely. And the route to Nyanga is being erased from Google Maps completely. Jane Flanagan is the Times Africa correspondent. She's been covering this. And we asked her whether this idea would spread. If Google Maps says turn left, turn right to avoid traffic, there is this assumption that that is the way to go. And I think, uh, you know, younger tourists particularly, you know, they've never used a map. They're absolutely at the mercy of navigation apps. I think the danger is that Google then will come under pressure. I mean, it's a lot of work, isn't it? Updating your maps for latest information. And as the Google chief who launched this initiative said, the latest information is Nyanga is not the place to be seen. But this situation changes all the time. What about the other crime areas? South Africa is one of the most unequal societies 
you can be at a beautiful beach or at a vineyard and half a kilometre away are the badlands. And what's preventing you from getting there is information, common sense. And if your navigation system seems to think it's fine to go there, then people follow their noses. It's interesting because this isn't the only place where these kind of dangers have been an issue. So in North Carolina, Google Maps is being sued by the family of a driver whose car went off a bridge. He was sent across it by Google Maps, but it had collapsed almost a decade earlier and was never repaired. Some things in life are sure. Taxes, death and, for Marvel superheroes, invincibility. But if the latest release is anything to go by, that last one might be less certain. Marvel has released its new film, The Marvels, uh, in North America before the weekend to as much fanfare as they could, uh, in spite of the only just-ended Hollywood actors' strike. In the Marvel Universe, sequels tend to do better than the first instalment, on average, a 12% improvement. But this one, it took just $47 million in its first weekend. That is less than a third of what Captain Marvel made, uh, which was the first episode of the story. In fact, it's now officially the lowest grossing opening weekend for any of the 33 Marvel films. And it's got people asking whether we're suffering superhero fatigue. Is this the end of the Marvel Universe? Well, the Times West Coast correspondent Kieran Southern's written this piece and tried to predict what happens next. Even die-hard fans are confused as to where we're up to at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It crosses time. You're never sure who's dead, who's just in a different universe. It's all got a bit confusing. I don't think it's it's a catastrophe for Marvel. Just a, a reminder that they perhaps need a course correction. Um, and if all else fails, they could just open the checkbook and get Robert Downey Jr. and the other Avengers to come back. An Avengers reunion would almost certainly get bums back into cinema seats. You can read Kieran's full piece by taking out a digital subscription. Just head to thetimes.co.uk. And that's it for today. Thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of The Times of London. See you tomorrow. 